0: So it's great to see you here this morning, and uh, we're doing three weeks, being September, we're going to do a a three-week vision series, having just finished our summer series. We're going to go back into Luke in four weeks' time, so I thought we'd do a a short vision series. That means, what's this church about? Because oftentimes, this is like a beginning of a year in a way, isn't it, for many people? Does it feel like a beginning of a year to you? No, not with the sun out. It doesn't feel like it feels. Yeah, September. Yeah, sort of academic year. It sort of feels like a beginning, a new, another beginning, doesn't it? So we're going to look at, talk about the church, talk about this church, what we're about. And um, if you'd like to turn in your Bibles to John chapter 17, we're going to. This vision series is based upon. Jesus' words about remaining in the vine, abide in me. These wonderful words of Jesus, remain in me. You can't bear fruit unless you remain in me. And over the next three weeks, that's the John verse, chapter uh, 15, verses 1 to 17, that's going to be the, the, the text that we're going to base this vision series on. We want to be a church that abides in the vine, remains in Christ. So our vision as a church, you might have seen from behind me, is bringing people to Jesus, bringing people to Jesus. That means bringing people who don't know Jesus to Jesus. It means bringing ourselves to Jesus every day. Walking with Jesus, bringing people to Jesus, to him. Myself, one another, my community its outside the church. That's who we need to bring to Jesus, myself. And today, we're going to talk about myself, yourself, you, personally, your relationship to Jesus. Next week, Nev's going to speak on one another or together. How together... We need to come to Jesus. We need to abide in the vine together. And then finally, we'll talk about fruit. He says, if you remain in the vine, personally, if you remain in the vine together, the vine being Jesus, then you will bear much what? Fruit, much fruit, whatever that means. But we'll talk about what that means. It sounds like a good thing. So you'll bear much fruit, which means a part, part of that fruit is people coming to know Jesus Christ, through our witness. Because if we are in the vine, we will bear much fruit. If we are in the vine, we will bear much fruit. So if we will listen to Jesus through these words, we will, we will see fruit not only in our own lives, but also in our communities. Amen? Is it something you want? Is it something you want? Do you know it's a very simple answer. If you want it, it you just got to remain in the vine. He, he does it through us. We just got to remain in him. And oftentimes we get distracted. Don't, if you're, you know, you're just, do you get distracted? Yeah, yeah, thanks, Ben. We do, we get distracted. And so that's why it's good to do these sort of series just to remind us of Jesus' wonderful invitation to be a community and personally in the vine. So remain in me, myself, me, myself, and I. What was that song, Me, Myself, and I? De La Soul. Me, Myself, and I. You've got to remain in the vine. So let's look at John 15, 1 to 17. I am the true vine. John 15, sorry, 1 to 17. I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down his life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends for everything that I have learned from my father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you might bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask, in my name, the Father will give you. This is my command. Love each other. There's a lot in there over the next three weeks. Even three weeks, is not going to be enough to cover this. My devotionals each week, each day, rather Monday through Friday, go to the website. You'll find the blog, the devotionals. That's not going to be enough to cover it anyway but as well, but I hope it will be encouraging to you. So, Jesus talking about, I am the vine. We personally need to remain in him. I don't know when you first came to church. Maybe you grew up in church. I didn't grow up in church. I didn't really know anything about Christianity growing up particularly, although we grew up in a, cult with kind of a culture in England, a kind of cultural background. And a kind of a historical um, understanding of Christianity to some degree. We celebrated Christmas. You know, we still have the Easter. When I grew up, I sort of knew some things about Christianity. Not really. I kind of thought that you need... I didn't believe in God. I didn't believe in God at all, really, growing up. We didn't really talk about it at home. When I became a teenager, I decided I didn't believe in God. But I, if you were to ask me what um, Christians were, I would have said, they're people who believe in God, and that if they're good, they think they'll go to heaven. I kind of thought that was my summary of what a Christian was. They're people who believe in God, believe in Jesus. I don't know what they believe about Jesus. You know, he existed, that, that Jesus has got some teachings that they need to do, and if they do them they believe they'll go to heaven. That's kind of my take on Christianity. And I think that's probably true of many people. It may be your view today, that that's your view. that if I do some good stuff, if I believe in Jesus, I believe do some good stuff, I'll go to heaven. And I went along to church when I was about 18, and I was welcomed into this surprisingly very welcome, welcoming community. And there was young people there. And they were very friendly to me. And I felt, prior to going to church, for various reasons, I felt, I felt lonely. And that's not unusual. And I always felt like an outsider. I always felt like, you know, on the edge of things. And, and like, like I, felt, I felt rejected in a way. And I guess we all feel a little bit bit of that in, within us. And I went to church and thought, wow, there's some people here that are friendly And I felt I made some friends. And I thought, this is wonderful, being in the church. But it took me some time to realize that being in the church is a good thing. Being in community is a good thing. But that's not Christianity. Being being in Christ, in the vine, being joined to him is what a Christian is. Yes, we have community. Yes, we hope it over. It helps us if we're lonely. Yes, I hope the church helps us if we're struggling in life and we want friends. Of course the church is meant to do that. But going to church doesn't make you a Christian. Being in the vine, being joined to Jesus and the Holy Spirit flowing into you from him, causing you to be born again, that's what a Christian is. You need to be born again, and you get born again by putting your faith in Jesus Christ. You become a new person, a new spirit, a new heart, and that heart and that life will be seen in our lives through the fruit, the fruit of, did you notice in the passage here, love one another as I have loved you. We love each other Not so we can become a Christian and go to heaven. We love each other because we're Christians. And the Holy Spirit is in us. And we're not those branches that don't bear fruit. We're joined to Jesus Christ. His life is in us so we love each other. So I came to see when I was 18 that church wasn't just do good, go to heaven, be in a community, that kind of thing. I came to realize that it was about being joined to Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit living in you, which is a radical thing that changed my life. And the fruit in my life was, I'm not saying in any way that I'm perfect at all. But I can guarantee, I, I tell you this, when I became a Christian, I loved Jesus and I worshipped him and I sang, I, I, I was embarrassed initially, but I, I grew into it, I, I, I started to pray, I started to praise him, to worship him. I wanted to spend time with him and pray. I wanted to be with the church, with the people of God. I came to love the church, although some of them were annoying. I'm sure I was annoying as well. They loved me. I came, and I also, the fruit, I wanted my community and those around me. I wouldn't have said my community. That's all very, uh, you know, sort of my community. I wouldn't have used those sort of words. You know, I wanted my friends to come to know Jesus. Um, And that's what happened to me when I was joined to Jesus Christ, myself. I became a Christian. You may have grown up in a Christian home. You may go to church. Have you met Jesus? Are you in the vine? Are you joined to him? Have you put your faith in him? Are you bearing fruit in your life of loving God and loving his people and loving the lost? To some measure, of course. Because it says in there, doesn't it, he prunes so that you'll be more fruitful. It says he cleans so you'll be more fruitful. Of course, there's cleaning and pruning to do. But are you born again of the Holy Spirit? Have you put your faith in Jesus? Have you been transformed? Every member of Community Church Putney, if you're a member of this church, I want you to have a living relationship with Jesus Christ so that you can bless this church and bless the community around us, and together we can become what God wants us to be. So, what does it mean for I? Uh, what does it mean? I am in the vine. I am the vine. What does Jesus mean by I am the vine? And that's kind of obvious, but we we'll just talk through it briefly. He says in verse 15:1, "I am the true vine. I'm the true vine." I am the true vine, exclusively. I am the true vine. I'm not one of the vines. I'm not one of the paths. I'm not one of the many vines through which you can have a spiritual life. I am the true vine. My father is the gardener. What does that mean? I am, and he says in, in, in verse 5, I am the vine. You are the branches. And this is one of the seven I am statements of Christ in the gospel of John. This Jesus says I am the, the and that word I am he's referring back to the name of God in the Old Testament when he reveals himself to Moses he says to Moses I am who I am. In other words I'm beyond your definitions. I define myself to you. You don't tell me who I am. I am who I am. I am eternal. I am infinite. I am. When did, you know that question, when did God begin? I am. So, so, so when did he start? I am. He's just, I am. Always has been. Unchanging God. Infinite, eternal, unchanging God. Beyond our understanding, in many ways. So infinite in glory. Anything that we know about God that he's revealed in his scriptures, it's just, we're going to spend eternity getting to know God, and it's going to be amazing, isn't it? Amazing getting to know God. I am. That's what, so Jesus says, I am, and he says uh, seven I am statements of Christ. Let's see if I can remember them. Do we know them? I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the door. For the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. And I am the vine. And these are all ways of Jesus saying, "I am." God. when you see me, you see God. I am, when you see, I am the radiance. I am, the visib- I am God made visible to you. I'm the incarnation. And he's saying, let me show you what I'm like. I'm the bread of life. I am these things, and you can study them in your own time. But the vine this is what is God like? He is a vine. What does that mean? It means that our lives are a, are a result of being connected to Him. If we're going to have spiritual life, if we're going to bear fruit, we need to humble ourselves and be dependent upon Him. Humility. In the Beatitudes, Jesus begins, no, he doesn't. His second Beatitude is, I, blessed are the meek. And the meek means, I am weak in myself, but I am strong in God. Yes, I can do great things in God. That is not a worldly point of view. You know, I am brave, I am great, I am amazing, I can do great. You know, that is not us, friends. You can add in, in Jesus Christ, and then maybe you can redeem those sort of t-shirts. So, in the vine, he is the one that gives us spiritual life. We need him. It, he's using this, this agricultural um, illustration. Analogy, like a grapevine. So you have a grapevine. doesn't take much of an imagination. If you go out into Kent, you'll see grapevines. And you see that they are... Branches are grafted into a trunk. And the sap comes from the roots into the trunk, into the, the branches. You see that, can't you? It's obvious. So you, friends... If you're a Christian, you are joined to Jesus and you will bear fruit. You will bear fruit. You will definitely bear fruit because you're joined to the vine. Recently, to use an up-to-date analogy, I went to bed and I woke up in the morning and do you know what? I'd committed a terrible wrong. I'd forgot to put my phone on charge. <gasps> I know. Do you ever do that? Has that ever happened to you? Sorry? Oh, my, it's terrible, isn't it? It's terrible. So I woke up and my phone was on like 20% at the beginning of the day. Now, I'm not like Jason. Jason's like, he wears his f- battery out by one hour after he's on the phone so much. But you know, I don't talk so much on the phone as someone like Jason. But my phone is 20%. Like, oh, so I had to take my charger. And it's a very similar thing. Joined to the power source. That's a modern day version, isn't it? Joined to the power source, we can be useful. Your phone is useless without power, isn't it? Without it being charged, without it being joined to the power source, it becomes useless. The same with us, friends. If we're not joined to the vine, we're useless. We can be busy, but useless. Because the only thing that counts is fruit. And where does the fruit come from? God. So anything good in our lives is from the Holy Spirit. And those are the things that we are rewarded for and that God counts as valuable. So important, guys. Somebody once said, didn't they? I don't know if you've heard this before. You can be busy climbing a ladder against the wrong wall. Being busy... May, you, may get you accolades, may get you promotion, may make you feel good about yourself. You may numb that sort of sense of, oh, I just need to be busy, then I'll feel better about myself. We need to be busy in Jesus Christ, the fruit that comes from him. So he's the vine. What are the results of remaining in the vine? I've said it already. If you remain in me, it says here, you will bear much fruit. You will bear much fruit. You did not choose me. I appointed you so that you will bear fruit. It goes throughout there, doesn't it? Fruit. The grapes of the vine. These are many things, aren't they? We can say, So what what, what is this fruit? Shout something out. Come on. What's the fruit? That's the big one, isn't it? That's the big one. You've been reading your Bible, Glennis, haven't you? But love's a big one, isn't it? Because it says there, doesn't it? Remain in me by remaining in my love. The love, the fruit, the Spirit of God gives us love for God and gives us love for one another, right? Yeah? That's a big fruit. You should Shout some other things. Peace, so what do we mean by peace? What does that, what do we mean peace? Do we mean peace? Absence of war? Do we mean a feeling of peace? Yes. Yeah, so inner peace, a sense of joy and rest, that's one sort of peace. What other sort of peace might we have? Peace with God, that's Romans 5.1. You have peace with God, you love God now, peace with him, you've been forgiven. And there's another peace, which joins to the first thing we mentioned. Well, God does create bananas, uh, of course. I'm not sure, I mean, you may bear bananas, and, I'm, you know, th- that would be great. But, um, so, peace is also to do with... Community peace, peace within the church, as in the way we love each other. And that's so important, isn't it, brothers and sisters, that we are, what does Jesus say that the sons of God are? Or the children of God are? Peacemakers, blessed are the peacemakers, they will be called children of God. So we've seen love, we've seen peace, anything else? It's fruit, joy, joy is another one, that's rejoicing. The, the peace in your mind? Well, we could also add that to yen to that, couldn't we? The, the fruit of the Holy Spirit is also about knowing things. Like we now know that Jesus died for our sins. We now know he rose again. We now have a desire to know his word. Don't we? Because it says here, doesn't it? John 15:7, if you remain in me and my words remain in you. And one of the big fruits that Jesus wants us to know is that we love his word. So I think we've got it, haven't we? We've got some good stuff there. Loving each other, peace. What else did we say? We said bananas. God obviously creates bananas. That's really, uh, and um, joy. And we've said peace in the mind. That's a fruit as well that we have. I think we leave it there, right? Lots of stuff there by being in Jesus Christ, He bears that fruit amongst us. So as we finish, I was going to say the band's going to come up, but that's me, actually, isn't it? So kind of get. If I did that, maybe one one leg, one leg up on the stage. So first question I want to ask you is this: Have you are you joined to the vine? Are you joined to the vine? Have you put your faith in Jesus Christ? Do you know he died for you and rose again? Do you have peace with God? Do you love God? Do you love God's people? This is the fruit, because it says here about there are branches that bear no fruit. And that's not saying you can be a fruitful branch and then you lose it. It's not about losing your salvation. He's just saying Christian there are people who call themselves Christians. There were people in Jesus' day who called themselves religious, but they didn't accept him. Have you received Jesus Christ? Have you been born again? Are you in the vine? That's first. Secondly, I want to ask you this. Are you remaining in the vine? Are you being faithful to Jesus Christ? You know, there'll be many temptations... For us to stop loving God, right? To blame God. There'll be many temptations for us to stop loving the church and blaming each other. And they're good reasons often, aren't there? There could be many reasons why I might doubt God. Many, many trials in our lives that come our way, aren't there? Difficulties. Jesus says, remain in me. The devil would want you to be unfaithful to Jesus Christ. To turn your back on him. Because he knows that if he can do that, you'll bear less and less fruit in your life. Jesus wants you to bear fruit. Don't just say it. In a way, look at your struggles and say, Jesus, help me to remain in you. Help me to remain in you. Help me to be faithful to you. Remain in Jesus. A principal way that we remain in the vine is by reading his word. Read his word. He says, if you remain in me and my words remain in you. If you feel distant from Jesus Christ, let me ask you, are you feeding on his word? Do you remember what Psalm 1 says? Who can quote Psalm 1 to me? We did a weekend away on this, so you should all know it if you came to the weekend away two years ago. Blessed is the man who does not. Walk in the counsel of the wicked, or stand in the way of sinners, but sit in the seat of mockers. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. And what is he like? She like a tree planted by streams of water, which bears fruit in season. And the person that bears fruit meditates on his word. So Jesus said, If you remain in me and my words remain in you, to remain in Jesus, you got to love the Bible. You've got to feed on the Bible. And you've got it, haven't you? You've got, you've got an apps here. You've got every version. You've got the Greek. You've got the Hebrew. You've got Bible studies. You've got so many tools that you can use. Just, just use them. Each morning, I encourage you, get into God's Word and remain in Christ. And finally, pray. Spend time in prayer. Read that word and pray. That's to remain in Jesus. Pray, pray, pray. Keep praying. Lord, fill me with your spirit. Fill me with your strength. Fill me. Help me, Lord. I need you. That's remaining in the vine, isn't it? I need you, Lord. I'm scared. I'm worried. I'm tempted. Help me, Lord. That's remaining in the vine. So, are you in the vine? Are you remaining in the vine by believing in him? Are you getting into his word? Are you praying? So many things I could say, but I'm going to finish there. He is the true vine, friends. In our prayer meeting when we started, Brenda talked about idols. Now, idols, idols are things, you know, in other religions and in even in, in this country as well, it's not just, just in other parts of the world, people will worship idols. And they see these idols, these stat, often statues or images as a gateway to the supernatural. As I worship this idol, I am, got, there's a spiritual presence that accompanies this idol and I'll get good in my life. But oftentimes... We can also have another form of idolatry, which is about, I want my life to go well, and so for my life to go well, I need to trust this, and I need to trust that, and I need to trust in this. We often trust in money, don't we? We worship money. We idolize money. Now, money is important. Money is important, but it's not the vine. Youth. We want to be youthful. We want to be beautiful. We want to look great. And again, there's nothing wrong with that to some measure, obviously. But we can idolize it. We put our faith in those things. If we are not, remain, friends, brothers and sisters, if you are not, and I'm not, spending time with the vine, if I'm not spending time in prayer, in his word, crying out to him, where is my hope? It must be in something else, right? It's in something else. What are you hoping in? I can tell you how you know. Look at what you do with your time. It can be, it can be insignificant things like, I want to be happy and I want to be fulfilled. And I know that uh, spending two hours a day watching um, YouTube shorts is the root to that. Now you may say, well, I don't even know. People do. It may be work, it may be relationships, it can be lots of things that we consider to be the vine. We put our hope in that. Jesus says, I am the true vine and through me you will bear much fruit. You'll have joy. You'll have peace. You'll have love. Inner peace, outer peace. So many good things that come through remaining in the vine. So I'm going to finish there. We're going to worship together.